You're like most people. You probably have a long list of things you should be doing, you'd like to be doing, and you just can't seem to get it going. Question, what's your excuse? All right, all right. Hey, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and get this thing going. So let's talk about excuses. Or, in other words, those reasons we just can't seem to get moving on the things we either want to do or should be doing, need to do in order for us to take our life to that next level or even to develop a life or establish an existence for ourselves that is, that is, uh, how you say, sustainable. I don't have a problem with that. Um, You know, the truth is a lot of people don't know anything about me. So let me just give you some history on myself. So. 1970s when my world fell apart. 1970s when my parents got a divorce. My mom was involved in in Valium at the time. There was a whole lot of chaos in our life. And the next thing I knew for the next six years, I believe, I was catapulted into an existence I had no understanding of. There were drugs in my life. There was, uh, we moved about four or five times a year, very transient lifestyle. A lot of Uh, strangers in and out of my life and absolutely no one to rely on now I say that but it's it's and it's actually true for the most part basically I was on my own aside from coming home and having food in the cupboard sometimes and then um, having a place to sleep which I always had a shelter over my head uh, there wasn't much supervision from the part of any of the adults in my family so I was left to fend for myself and as a part of that What that created in me was the understanding that if anything is going to be done, it's up to me to do it. I don't know if you're like me, but it's kind of hard to ask other people for help. I just steer away from it. And even now, as I mentioned, and let me just back up here. That struggle does not end as an adult. You're never never not going to face some sort of burden. The issue you have to ask yourself is, is it a struggle or is it a challenge? And what, what defines that is the reason that you're doing it, the reason you're facing that. I talk about the flywheel effect. The flywheel effect is basically the concept that when you start moving in a direction, either positive or negative, the result is your life starts taking that direction. So if you make bad choices, your life is going to start traveling down that path. And before you know it, you're going to have a whole lot of crap stacked up against you. And it's going to be up to you to get out of it or to stop that negative momentum of that flywheel. You have to get it stopped and then you have to start it in a new direction. Now, a simple concept, the problem is a lot of us don't seem to be able to get the momentum in the positive direction. And that's where excuses come in. And it all comes down to endurance. It all comes down to your ability to face what you have, find a good enough reason to do it, and go after it. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what your excuses are. And more than that, how to overcome them and start moving your life in a positive direction. All right. Is it a struggle or is it a challenge? What defines that? That's really an important question because that's the basis for where you're going to take this conversation with yourself. 
See, the key here is we have to eliminate the idea that anyone else in the world matters when it comes to our success. And on the same note, we have to accept that no one else has any control over our success or our failure. The tendency is to blame other people. You know, it's because of this. It's because my parents were poor. No, no, there are plenty of stories of people in the world who came to this country or were born in poverty and lifted themselves up to all to success to ultimate success just look through the history books and i'm not going to bother to name them but my point is this your failure to succeed in any endeavor has to do with what you tell yourself it has to do with what we say to ourselves on a daily basis and the vision we have for our success I call it self-actualization. I've heard that term used quite a bit. But basically what it amounts to is every day when I wake up, I have a, an image in my mind of not what my life is, but what my life is going to be. How does this play into your excuses or what's your excuse? An excuse is a way for you not to have to take action. If you have a reason for not taking action, for not stepping forward in your plan to improve some aspect of your life then, of course, you're not going to do it, right? So that's where the excuse comes in. It's just basically the blocker to action. It's that story, that internal dialogue that we create within ourselves that is actually the motivator for us to remove those hurdles, those blocks that we place in front of ourselves in the form of excuses. How do you do that? I've said it before. It's a three-step process. It comes down to first and foremost, you have to draw from within yourself. The truth is you will never be better at anything than you are at the things that inspire and drive you. Example, I've never seen anyone complaining about having to get up at 3 o'clock and and get their snowboard ready to go skiing. Why? Because it's part of that energy. There's a sense of energy and excitement that comes with that endeavor. And even when you wear yourself out and you're sore like you've been run over by a truck at the end of the day, Everything associated with that experience is a positive experience. I mean, you enjoy it. You look forward to doing it again, no matter how painful it is. Well, if you take a minute and you take that same concept and you apply it to your life, guess what happens? When you create that energy within yourself towards a goal, not based on the fact that it's an easy goal or you enjoy the steps to getting there, but rather... When you're actually driving forward, you can see it in front of you. You've created this idea in your mind about how great it's going to be. You've actually created a story in your mind that allows you to actually experience the wonder or the excitement or the energy of actually accomplishing that goal. That is when you will stop hiding behind your excuses, run them out of the way and start moving forward. Now, if you're wondering why I'm coming at you this way with this conversation, it's because I face this every day, especially now. Okay, I don't know if if you've listened to the podcast in the past. I mentioned that I've gone back to work. I'm doing 60 plus hours a week. I'm selling used cars, right? And I'm the new guy. And talk about hurdles. Okay, there's a process that you're supposed to follow when you're selling used cars. And it's kind of a fundamental aspect of the whole process, right? Well, 
apparently I dropped the ball the other day and I got benched for it. In other words, instead of me being able to go out on the on the on the lot and actually greet customers and sell cars because I wasn't following the process, I got benched. I was stuck at my desk making phone calls and working my marketing from that standpoint. I was off the lot. And I'll tell you what, you know what, if there was ever an opportunity for someone to quit, it was me. If there was ever an opportunity for me to say, I don't have to do this, it would be me. Think about it. This is all a choice. Learning to do what I'm doing is a choice. I'm retired. We're debt free. Uh, We don't have any obligations. My wife and I both have a full retirement income, right? So why would I be doing that? Now, that's where the test comes in, because I could have walked out the door, grabbed my computer, my printer, all my stuff, and said, screw this, I'm done. The reason I didn't do that is because the picture that I've created for myself is that I'm going to hit my benchmark, and that is to sell 20 cars a month, to load my pipeline up with so many customers and so many opportunities that I'm actually having to hand those opportunities out to my coworkers. Now, what significance does that have? I like to be a winner. I like to win at what I do. I like to be at the top of my game. I have an image that where where basically money is no object. I can take the time off I want because when I am at work, I'm selling cars, I am as productive as the guys who are spending 60 hours a week. Let's face it. If I could get if I could get 20 cars a month sold in a 7 in a 5-day work week, 8 hours a day, I don't think my boss would have any issue with me taking weekends off. And there's the ticket. There's the goal. And the only way you are going to remove the excuses from your life is to have incentives that have issues in front of you, aspects of your life that you want to achieve, that you've built up in your mind to such a degree that you can actually imagine how great your life will be once you achieve them. And that is the motivation. So the first step in developing success in anything and eliminate excuses begins with building a story drawn from within yourself that is worth going after. So let's say you're all inspired right now. You're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I can do this. I'm going to rock my world. Building a great story in your mind isn't, isn't the only step. And even when it comes from within yourself, building a great story is the first segment of the rest of this thing called success, of this thing where you stop making excuses for where you are and why you're where you are, and you start taking action towards achieving goals that extend your life and your existence beyond where you are. It's the action part of it that gets all messed up, right? See, we tend to want to, let's say, for instance, New Year's is coming up. We're getting ready for New Year's. And everyone in the world is going to say, well, my resolution is I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to start working. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, right? And they do for a while. But what happens amid most of those uh, those resolutions, right? Most people will get into it. They get in the gym. They get themselves a year membership to a gym. The gyms love it. And within two months, they're back to the same old routine, the same old story about their life and the hurdles and their struggles and why they didn't and why they can't. The world is full of excuses. How do you initiate that action in your life? How do you go from, man, I wish I could to hell, look at me, I am, right? 
which is a rock star attitude and which is the difference between success and failure for most of us, right? The fact that Elon Musk is sitting where he is right now isn't because he spent his life making excuses. It's because he found a way to not have to make excuses. He found a way to motivate himself to aspire to ideas and concepts that most of us cannot even imagine. Take an action. Action is a habit. The habit of success. And that's where it gets addicting. I know people who have a lot of money. And I don't, my drive, my motivation isn't money. But I understand, that, and I never used to, but in thinking about it, I understand why that is so important to them. It's because when you have something like that and you've accomplished it and you've mastered it, it is difficult for you not to want to do more of it, Right. Same prime example. What causes me to learn more? I'm up at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm looking at videos and reading books about how to sell stuff, the, the idea of selling and how to be a good salesman. Why is that? Because there's nothing that feels better than sitting someone down, selling them a vehicle they're excited about that, they, that, that they're going going to enjoy for a long time and about checking that box and saying, bam. Even when everyone around me is telling me, oh, you can't do this, you suck. Even when I get benched because I forget the protocols and the process for sales, believe me, I'm still invigorated by every success I get. Now, here's the ticket to getting there. You have to generate success in your life to find action in it. And you're not building you're not building the entire skyscraper. You're putting one brick together. And it's important that when you put those bricks together, they generate energy for you to want to place another brick in place. For example, TikTok is a prime example of that ingrained incentive to keep going, right? You look go down the TikTok abyss. Have you ever done that? You're staring at your phone, next thing you know, you've got like three hours in, you're like, what the hell happened? It's because There is some aspect of that that provides you with a sense of satisfaction that allows you to continue. The same is true for those actions when it comes to working out or to achieving success in your life. And again, it comes back down to the idea of maintaining that focus and maintaining that image of what your life is going to be long enough to actually start seeing the benefits of that. The downside of that is it doesn't happen all the time, and it's difficult. And if you don't come from a background where struggle was a part of your life, the, the, a lack of something or self-reliance isn't part of your childhood growing up, and you have no endurance for struggle, there's a real good chance that you're going to have a long, hard climb to taking your dream and actually executing it to the point that you consistently take action in the direction of that dream. But the ticket is it can be done. How do you do that? Well, I like to tie actions to specific objects within my life. One of the things I tell people all the time is that cell phone, you are in the habit of grabbing that cell phone every morning. And you're in the habit of setting that cell phone down every night which is perfect because that cell phone represents an opportunity for you to set your intention for the day. That is to define your goal. In my case, this week, I'm planning on making, I think my goal is 30 phone calls a day, 30 emails a day, and 30 text messages a day. 
Why would I do that? Because that defines it. So in the morning when I wake up and I grab that cell phone and I look at that screen, one of the first things I do is I stop and I review my intention, and that is to accomplish those goals. 30 phone calls, 30 emails, and 30 texts towards customers. What happens? At the end of each day when I put that cell phone on its charger, I take a minute again and I ask myself, how did I do? I reflect on that. And then I spend a little time anticipating and and daydreaming about how great my life is going to be once that happens. Unfortunately, there is no shortcut for this. If you cannot find the motivation to take action on your dreams, one of two things needs to happen. Either you need to increase your endurance or you need to pick another destination for your effort because obviously the one you're chasing, you don't want bad enough. Now, there's another hurdle that we face amid all of this. Let's say that we have we have this, this, this great story and we're actually starting to take action in the direction of our dreams. There's one more aspect of this whole thing that brings it all together. So if you don't realize it, I spent 23 and a half years in a federal prison. I used to work there. Right. And I, I had no issue sharing my life with the inmates. I felt like it was a benefit to them for them to find motivation in their own life, given my history. Right. I, I retired at 54 and I probably should have been in prison at 54. Or I let me let me put it this way. My path would have taken me to prison had I not changed my direction. Right. But one of the things that was always confusing to me was it's so innate for me to take action and learn as I go. Right. And and that's how it works. You don't wait till you know everything until you start doing something. You start doing something and you learn what you need to know in order to accomplish your goal. Well, this was an this was foreign. This was a foreign concept to most of the inmates that I was dealing with, especially the 20, 20 to 30 year olds, 20 to 35 year olds. They're like, well, how do you just I mean, I don't I think at the time I was starting to do the podcast or I had something going on. Well, how do you get started? I mean, how do you know? And I well, the hurdles, you just address the issues that you don't know anything about and you go out and learn them. Right. My point in this is that knowledge is power. And if you're not broadening your knowledge base, if you're not widening the circle of knowledge that you have about a vast array of things, being able to overcome and learn those things you need to learn in order for you to see success in any endeavor becomes a lot more difficult. It's for this reason that I'm going to tell you right now that if you are not engaged, actively engaged, enhancing your knowledge base, And I'm not just talking about the things that you're trying to achieve. I'm talking about on a daily basis, learning about things you know nothing about, listening to books, reading books, talking to people about things you don't know anything about. So you broaden your horizons. Everything you attempt, great story, connection to who you are, regardless of those elements, everything you attempt will be that much more difficult. And what's the solution? It's simple. Start taking information in. 
I use Audible. I've got 108 books in my library since 2016. I've listened to most of them at least five times because they all are directed to endeavors that I enjoy, that I've accomplished, or that I want to accomplish, right? But you don't have to go with Audible. There's a million podcasts out there where people like me are sitting there talking about how to do this and how you do that and the downfalls of doing this. And you actually get to have interactive conversations with people in most podcast platforms where you can ask questions questions and they'll answer them but if you're not reaching into that realm if you're not adding knowledge to your base you're not growing as a person your intellectual real estate remains really small you're not broadening your exploration of knowledge right and that's where it gets difficult so do yourself a favor the final equation to overcoming your excuses is knowledge because again let's say for instance you walk into a restaurant every day and you order the same thing you don't even need to look at the menu and then one day after going to that restaurant every day for a year you actually plop day plop down a menu and you actually look at it and you realize oh crap if I'd have known they had this, I wouldn't have been ordering, ordering the basted eggs and toast. My God, right? That's the benefit of having a broadened knowledge base to work from. The more you know, the more you're able to figure out. And, it's, and what's funny about this, let me just bring this back around to you before we cut this thing off. This is the reason that I'm able to pr- produce this podcast. This is the reason that I'm able to sell cars and that I go into a dealership. I've never sold cars before, but I understand the concept of their software. It's because my knowledge base has broadened to the point that I've done critical path scheduling. I've been a general contractor. I've mess- met- I have extensive experience with computers and software, and it's just it goes on and on and on. If you're not broadening your horizons, if you don't go to bed every night having an inventory of things you've learned or you're attempting to learn, you're shortchanging yourself on success. And the more you do that, the less likely you are to see success. I guarantee you one thing. It's easy to stay where you are. It's easy to make excuses that keep you from moving in the direction that you want to move in. It's easy for you to endure the condition of your life that you're currently living, right? But you're still putting forth effort. And amid those excuses, you're still waking up every day and you're grinding it out and you're and you're working towards this thing that doesn't ever change. You're just like you're the you're the guy on the oar just paddling forever and ever, right? You still have to get up, you have to grab a hold of that oar, and you have to paddle. So my question to you is, if you're going to grab a hold of that oar, and you're going to spend 8, 10 hours a day pulling on that oar, moving through the water, why not pick a destination that works for you? Stop making excuses for why you're on that oar, and find a way to let that action take you to a destination that's worth achieving, to a goal that's worth having. Love what I'm doing. Love it every day. It's hard sometimes. I wake up, I woke up this morning thinking to myself, you know what, do I really need to do this? And the answer was yes. You know why? Because somewhere down the road, I understand that the universe hands us good work for good work. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope you wake up every day energized and excited. Don't forget to launch every day from a platform of kindness. And as always, put yourself first. Discover where you are and focus on where you're going and all of the excuses will fade. Until next time, my name is Chris Haquez and this is Your Best Life Defined.
Have a wonderful day.